The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Rebound brought down by Lauren Strubing. And the Bearcats up the floor quickly as well. Rost transition three and we're tied. Mariah Rost with eight points here in the fourth quarter. Tonight, it's a Class A doubleheader from Kearney High as the Bearcats welcome in the Knights of Lincoln Southeast. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hit Sports Club. Hall underneath, Burling grabs it, knocked away Coster. Coster stripped him as he went up for the shot. Cannon brings it to midcourt, gets around Hall, three on two, four on two, all the way. It's good. Carney High is undefeated in 2017 and looks to stay that way against the Southeast team that is looking to get back to 500. It's the Knights and Bearcats coming up next, but first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Carney High with KKPR Sports Center Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Hey, good evening once again, everyone, from Kearney High School. It's time for Bearcat Basketball on this Friday night with our producer engineer, Ed Smith. I'm Doug Duda, and you are listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, New Tech Seed, your yield leader, Terry and Jason Stark, for all of your seed needs. Glad to have you along with us as the Bearcat boys will try and complete a doubleheader sweep of Lincoln Southeast. The girls' game was close most of the way. Kearney High pulled away late. As they were up 40 to 37, then scored seven in a row and eventually won it 47 to 39 for their sixth straight victory. Mariah Rost hit three threes and led the way with 19 points, 11 for Kelsey Clark. Overall, the Bearcats were seven of 10 from three point land, while Southeast was one of 11. They were led by Carson Underwood with 11 points and Alex Bartles, eight points and 12 rebounds as Southeast falls to 5-7. and seven. The Southeast boys are also 5-6 and six on the season, but their stats are pretty comparable to Kearney High. One thing that you can point out, really, who has either team beaten as far as a top-10 opponent? Huge win for Kearney against Scotts Bluff. That's their big win of the season. And they also have beaten Lincoln Northeast and Omaha Burke. Now, it took overtime to beat Northeast. Southeast lost to Northeast in overtime during the Heartland Athletic Conference Holiday Tournament, but Southeast does not own a win over a single team with a winning record. We'll take a break, look at the starting lineups, and get you ready for tonight's boys' contest between the Knights and the Bearcats here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the Knights of Lincoln Southeast, number four is a six-foot senior, Isaiah Curry, averages eight and a half points and three rebounds a game. Number 21, 6'3 senior is Braden Day, averages 11 points and about two and a half boards a game. Number 22, 6'3 senior, Sherrod Davison, he has 12 points and four and a half rebounds a game. Number 23, 6'3 senior, Isaiah Laughlin leads the team in scoring at about 12 and a half a game, but he's seven and a half in the rebound category. And number 24, 6'5 senior, Alex Use. Alex averages about four points and five rebounds per contest. Coaching the Southeast Knights tonight in place of longtime coach Jeff Smith is John Jurgensen. They are five and six on the season. For the Carney Bearcats, they will start with number three, a six-foot-one-inch senior, Jake Techmeyer. Techmeyer averages just under 11 points and two rebounds a game. Number 11 is 5'9 senior, Trey Clevenger. He averages about four points and one-and-a-half rebounds per ball game. Number 24, 6'2 senior, Ryan Koski. He averages six-and-a-half points and seven boards. Number 43, the 6'6 sophomore in Shiloh Robinson, 11 points, eight-and-a-half boards a game. And the leading scorer for Carney High and one of the top scorers in Class A, number 44, a 6'3 junior, Cannon Coster, averaging just under 19 points and seven rebounds per game. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. The Kearney Bearcats are coached by Drake Baronic, assisted by Jim Moran, Mitch Olson, Alex Thayer, Ryan Milks, Jake Waller, and Keaton Kleenick. Kearney is 6-4 and four on the season, winners of five of their last six with that only loss coming to Norfolk in the finals of the GNAC Holiday Tournament. We'll take a break. Be back with more after this. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Special presentation here at Kearney High from the Nebraska School Activities Association as Kearney uh, recently won the NSAA Spirit Award, which goes out to a different school every month. The second time Kearney's won it, of course, the Rowdies bringing it home for that first night of the brand-new gym uh, against Millard West, and uh, that was kind of the night and the pictures and everything that went along with it. So good stuff there, and congratulations. They get a $500 uh, check from the Pump and Pantry who sponsors the Spirit Award. We'll take a break. Be back with more after this timeout. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? 
That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Team is eager to serve your livestock production needs. Hello, this is Cody Heinrich. With winter in full swing, now is the time to start thinking about your spring mineral, livestock supplements, and equipment needs. Our Aurora team focuses on a personalized approach for your operation that includes customized ration balancing that works for you. Contact me or your local Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutritionist to learn more and take advantage of our early mineral and supplement booking programs. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work for your farm, your cooperative, and your future. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Only one player out tonight uh, for Lincoln Southeast. Jack Strong unavailable to go tonight uh, for Lincoln Southeast. Carney High looks like they're at full strength, according to Coach Drake Moronic, and hopefully no injuries in the game tonight. But if there are some, you can always count on Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center to get you back into the game of life. With two locations in Carney, Carney Family Physical Therapy. It's a good night for high school basketball. Ready to get going here. Lincoln Southeast has been introduced and goes through their pregame ritual, trying to get a big win on the road tonight against the Kearney High Bearcats. And you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed, proudly supporting our area athletes, coaches, and teams. In and out of the game, Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. We'll be back to tip it off after this. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Don't forget our internet streaming is brought to you by our friends at Barney Insurance, Carney Hastings, excuse me, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. About ready to get our boys game underway. Carney High, of course, wearing the home white with the blue trim and the black with the gold trim for Lincoln Southeast. They will go from right to left. Carney from left to right as you view it along your radio dial. Shiloh Robinson will jump center against Isaiah Laughlin. And Doc Stevenson ready to step in and toss the ball in the air. And Lincoln Southeast will win the tip this evening. And Carney High will come out and play him in a man-to-man to start the basketball game. Of course, what they love to do, what Coach Baronic and his staff wants to do. They'll get it down to the low block of the turnaround jumper by Braden Day. Elevates in, scores, and Southeast 
We'll have our first points of the ball game. They want to go full court pressure. Carney breaks the press. They get it to Coster, lobs it to Robinson. He'll wait for the traffic to go by, and it's set. The rim wouldn't go, but then ricochets off of a night and out of bounds. Robinson had a lot of guys running at him, thinking that they could block the shot. Tried to wait for him to all go by. Bearcats will take it out on the baseline, deep, though, in the far corner. Inbounds pass knocked away. Talking with Coach Baronic earlier tonight, he says Southeast is a team that can just really take it at you with their speed. As the Bearcats will throw it in around midcourt, Trey Clevenger will have it. Had a nice ball game a couple of home contests ago where they really had to use him offensively. He'll get over to Koski in the right-hand corner. Koski back up top, trying to lob it into Robinson. A little shoving. The ball's underthrown. It'll be taken away. Isaiah Laughlin with the steal. Up the floor. Here comes Day again. Day draws some contact, and we're going to have a blocking foul on the Bearcats. Ryan Koski goes sliding along the floor. And Southeast, no, they're going to call it on Techmeyer, and then he ran over Koski, I guess. It'll be Southeast ball underneath their own hoop. To throw it in will be Braden Day. Kicks it out top to Use. Use lost the handle, and it's going to be picked up by Trey Clevenger in the far corner, and then trying to poke it away from behind is Isaiah Curry, who does one-on-two, going in for a monster dunk and getting the charge. Koski holds his ground. Sherrod Davidson was trying to make sports center, and not only missed the shot, commits the charge. Carney High trailing a minute into the ball game. Against the pressure, they'll have to throw over the top to Shiloh Robinson. Get it back to Techmeyer. Looking at the 2-2-1 zone trap. Throws it deep to Robinson. Two-on-one. Roundabout to Coster, and he'll flush it. Cannon Coster with the two-hand dunk. First points of the ball game, and Carney High will put some pressure on. Southeast breaks it. They throw over the top to Curry. Drops it into the right-hand baseline to Laughlin. Kicks it back out to Use. Back to Laughlin for the three. Isaiah Laughlin, good-looking stroke from the deep left wing. And Southeast regains the lead by a score of 5-2. to two. Coster looking for Robinson. He's covered. Back to the trailer. Techmeyer attacks the paint. One-hand floater with the left hand, and he'll drain it. Techmeyer hits the bucket. And we're starting to already get a sense of playing out in the old backyard. Baseball pass picked off by Coster. Coster up the floor, four on two, and hanging on him the entire way. A foul going to be called on the Knights. Braden Day will have the foul. Wasn't anything too severe, but Coster was trying to take it and turn the corner, and Day just kept bouncing off of him. So the ball will belong to the Bearcats underneath their own hoop. Five, four Knights. Not quite two minutes into the game, Tech Meyer on the baseline. Wanted to get it to Coster. Instead, he'll lob it out to Koski. Ryan, overload on the right side. He'll give it to Clevenger, right back to Coster, who is guarded here by Isaiah Laughlin. Up top, Clevenger starts to drive and kicks it out to Coster. Cannon, back over to Trey. Clevenger gets it into Robinson with position, spins and lays it over the front of the rim. Shiloh gives Carney the lead at 6-5. Trapped to the backcourt will be Day. Long pass is kicked out of bounds by the Bearcats. We will see our first substitution of the game. Carson Schwartz comes in for Carney High. And Clevenger will catch a breather. 542, really a pretty good crowd on hand. As the Bearcats try to get the doubleheader sweep. 
Day trying to make some separation here. Bouncing off. Schwartz has the advantage. Kicks it into the corner to Davidson. Back out for the three. It comes up short. No good. Shiloh Robinson with a rebound. Robinson trying to bring it all the way up the floor behind the back. Does and scores. And a foul. Shiloh Robinson. Beautiful. Beautiful. Coast to coast by the big sophomore. The foul called on Braden Day, his second. And we'll see if Robinson can complete the three-point play. First off, though, they have to get Day out of the game. It'll be Chase Dieterman into the ball game, a 5'9 senior guard. When the Rowdies are wooed and odd, you know something special happened. Robinson can't finish it, though. The free throw short. And Alex Hughes has the first board here for Southeast. He'll dish it off to Dieterman. Dieterman weaves his way through the double team. Pass Coster. Schwartz will pick him up in the front court. Left-hand dribble. Swings it way out top to Sherrod Davison. Pick and roll, but the roll wasn't there. And the Knights throw it away. 8-5, Carney High. They've scored the last six. 5.09 to go in the first quarter of play already. Plenty of action. Swartz is trapped in the corner on the inbounds. Got to do something. Now just throws it down the floor. And Coster goes and gets it. Lobs it to Robinson. Shiloh in the paint. Double team. Ball knocked out of his hands. And Carney turns it over. I think Coster was trying to oop him. And it didn't work. And as we get a baseball pass to the other end, Southeast falls into the Carney bench with the ball. And turns it over. Four turnovers in three minutes here for the Knights. This is KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island. And again, the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Baseball pass to Coster. They weren't guarding him. He goes up to dunk it. They have to foul him. Sterling Smith just checked in. And what Southeast is doing with this zone is they're really pressuring in the backcourt. And Robinson and Coster are two-on-one inside the three-point arc. And Carney's just decided to start throwing it deep. It's like Tommy Armstrong throwing it deep every time. At the free throw line, Coster, and the free throw is good. Third point of the ball game for Cannon. 9-5, Bearcats. Seven in a row here for Carney. Second free throw now for Coster. Tries to catch a breath. Knights tried to sneak somebody back, but Techmeyer's on it, and Coster will hit them both. <laughs> and the Rowdies as the Carney high gets to 10. Go nut job as usual. Up the floor with it, Dieterman. Dieterman guarded by Koski. Gets it deep into the right-hand corner to Laughlin. Laughlin puts it on the floor, takes it at Robinson, the leader in the paint. No good. Rebound brought down by Shiloh. Outlet pass to Schwartz. Sprints up the floor to Koster. Pulls up for three, doesn't take it. Into the paint, they get it to Koski. Gets his man in the air, steps underneath and scores. Ryan Koski with a beautiful ball fake. 12-5, Carney with a 10-0 run. And 4.15 to go here in the first quarter of play. And a timeout going to be called by Lincoln Southeast. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 4.15 to go. First quarter of play. It's Carney 12, Southeast 5. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences. Fun and innovative new meal options and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. 
Well, the Bearcats have jumped out to a seven-point lead here. They've taken advantage of some Lincoln Southeast miscues. But right now, Carney just a little more disciplined. But we talked about this with Southeast. Halftime, Papio 41, Millard West 21. And uh, that's who these Knights play tomorrow is Papio. So Papio, huge first half against Millard West. By the way, McCook Hastings boys currently airing on 1230 KHAS. Southeast out of the timeout. Good lob underneath to Sterling Smith. But his layup somehow spit back out. And the rebound brought down by Shadow Robinson. Up ahead to Koski. He'll give it to Schwartz. Koster and Techmeyer also on the floor for the Bearcats. Jake takes it on the right wing. He's all by himself over there, guarded by Isaiah Curry. Didn't like anybody cutting through, so he'll bring it out between the circles, and they'll go after it again. Koster at the top of the circle. Looks for the cutter, Robinson. Working on Smith to Koski in the wing. Back over to the left side. Techmeyer lobs it into Shiloh. Great one-hand catch, and he's going to be fouled. Shiloh Robinson in traffic. That was a dangerous pass, but they got it to the tallest guy on the floor. And Shiloh will go back to the line. He missed one earlier. He's got a couple of buckets. And the foul will be called on Sherrod Davison. So he has two fouls. And Robinson to shoot the first of the two free throws. And while this is going on, Davison is having a long talk with our official Brian Shaw, who called the foul saying, I just went up and cleanly blocked it. Of course, the man with the whistle gets the final say. Robinson with five here in the first quarter, 13-5. to five. Checking in for Southeast will be Michael Anderson, a 6'1 sophomore. So a couple of starters on the bench with two fouls and still 3.40 to go here in the first quarter for Southeast. Second free throw, Robinson. That one bounced off, no good. Rebound brought down by Anderson, who just checked in. He'll push it up in front of the scorer's table, right wing, back out to the center circle to Dieterman. Also in the ball game is Severin Foster. So a lot of the bench players, as they try to get it inside, knocked away Koski, fight for it on the floor. We're going to get a jump ball. And the arrow points the way of Carney High. So they'll win the scrum that was originally started by the nice defensive play of Ryan Koski. Again, trying to set that night lineup for you. You've got Dieterman out there, Foster, Anderson, Smith, and uh, Isaiah Laughlin. Coster with it in the left-hand corner, and dribbling out of there is going to be Koski right back over to Cannon. Trying to get it to Schwartz. They're denying him the ball, so they need some help. Techmeyer will come out and take it well away from the arc. Off the high screen, Robinson. The ball poked away. Techmeyer got it back and just hands it off to Schwartz. Robinson being closely watched by Sterling Smith down on the block, trying to find a way to get it into the post again. Schwartz up top will hand it off to Techmeyer. Long possession. Carney's getting farther away from the hoop, but that's all so they can get an open back cut. Techmeyer decides to take it in, lost the handle, and out of bounds it goes. Was it tipped? They say it was by Southeast, so Carney will keep the ball and inbound it underneath their own hoop. Up 13-5 to five, and have scored 11 in a row. Inbounds to Schwartz right corner. In his face is Dieterman. Schwartz off the high screen from Coster. Looks for the back cut. Techmeyer is covered out there by Michael Anderson. So they'll try it at the other end. Reverse layup by Techmeyer. No good. Fight for the ball. It gets deflected to Techmeyer. In traffic. Forces it up. No good. And coming out of there with it for Southeast will be Isaiah Laughlin. And he tries to bring it all the way up the floor. We get a reach-in foul called on Carney High. Carson Schwartz. His first to the team's second. And back into the ballgame for the Bearcats will be Trey Clevenger. 
And let's see who wants to come in for. It looks like Techmeyer will come out, so they'll let Trey handle the basketball here for a while. 2.22 to go. Don't forget the, in the first, 13-5, to 5, Carney. Don't forget Carney Bearcat Wrestlers tomorrow. They're at the uh, Midwest Duels up at UNK. Carney High Wrestling at Columbus Thursday. We'll be right here on Classic Hits 98.9. Two of the top three teams will duel. Fat Carney number one in the duel rankings, and that is at seven next Thursday. Right now, Southeast with the ball, trying to make some one-on-one magic, and Schwartz hangs with Michael Anderson, knocks it away, up ahead to Koski, who lays it up and in. More transition points here. As they run the other way, throw up a wild one-hand shot by Dieterman. It's no good. Koski gets back and grabs the rebound. And you almost feel that the wheels are wobbling already here on the night team with six minutes gone of the game. Schwartz with it up top. Over to Koster, who they have held in check. Two points and a couple of free throws. Robinson up top, trying to get inside. Smith puts it on the floor. Got fouled, no call. Ball's knocked away. And I guess we'll call that a block for Isaiah Laughlin. And Lincoln Southeast will get the basketball. Minute 20 to go. First quarter and Southeast has been on five points for about five and a half minutes. With it is Dieterman up top three. Laughlin cannot get it to go. One and done. Koski grabs his second board. The Clevenger who pushes it up with the right hand. Back to the middle of the floor to Koski. Off the screen, Koster. Got to be itching to shoot, but passes on that one. Reverse it over to Schwartz. Inside Robinson over the double team. Hits the tough chipper. Seven in the first quarter for Shiloh Robinson. 15-0 run by Carney High. 45 seconds to go in the first quarter. 17-5 Bearcats. Top of the circle with it, Anderson. Anderson trying to work off the screen. Free throw line jumper. Skips out. Cannon Coster. First board of the game for Cannon. Up to Schwartz. Doesn't have the numbers. Still wants to run. Now nobody picks him up. Decides not to take the three-pointer. 25 seconds to go in the quarter. Shiloh Robinson hands it to Coster. Fakes the three. Got him to bite. Starts to drive, but dishes it off anyway. Let's see. The Cats might hold for one now. Coach Baronic didn't yell it out, but he does now. Schwartz comes down the lane. Leaves it to Robinson. The left-handed layup is good. They switched on Schwartz, and he made the perfect pass. Down to five seconds to go. For Southeast, trying to get the last shot behind the back. Floater in the lane. Off the iron. No good by Dieterman. Rebound, Koski. And Carney High scores the final 17 points of the first quarter. And they lead Lincoln Southeast 19-5 here on Classic Hits. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. With our producer engineer Ed Smith, Doug Duda here at Kearney High. A Sarah Care Hospice caring for the moments that matter. How about a 17-0 run 
here for Carney High. Sarah Care is in Carney, Grand Island in York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Sarah Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Lincoln Southeast will get the ball to start the second quarter of play, trailing 19-5. And coming out of the huddle, Michael Anderson pointed at the scoreboard and said, Guys, come on. And he has the basketball, drives into the paint as he tries to kick it out. One of the Bearcats whacked him on the arm. And it looks like it's going to be on Trey Clevenger. That'll be the first on Trey, the third on the Cats. Five have been called on Southeast. Their ball underneath the hoop. Braden Day and uh, Sherrod Davidson, who each had two fouls, had to set about half of the first quarter. They're back in the ballgame. Let's see if that's what they were missing. Hastings boys lead McCook 15-4 after one. Davidson brings it in, gets it over the outstretched hands of Robinson and Sherrod. Breaks this extremely long drought of nearly seven minutes for Southeast. 19-7. Carney High leads it by a dozen. Their first possession of the second quarter. Coster had four in the first quarter. Robinson had nine of the 19. They get it to him on the low block. Inside position. Spins and scores on use. 11 for Shiloh Robinson. Fast break the other way. And Carney didn't quite get back in time. And Davison will go to the line and shoot two. This is exactly what Coach Drake Baronic was telling us in the pregame. They will put their head down and go. They may not take a lot of jump shots, but they can get a lot of shots up. The foul on Ryan Koski is his first, and the free throw by Davison is up and in. First free throw attempt of the game for Southeast. Carney was 3 of 5 in the first quarter of play. And out-rebounded Southeast 8-3. And how about this? Carney's yet to attempt a three-pointer. The free throw is no good. And Coster will get the rebound. So 1-2 at the line. 21-8. Carney leads it here in the first minute of the second quarter. Clevenger off the screen. Wide open. Free throw line jumper just short. Rebound brought down by Use And Southeast. Whoa, what a play by Techmeyer. Gets way in the air. And then they call him for a double dribble. He's saying that one of the Knights touched it. But it's a quick turnover for each team. I don't know how high Techmeyer jumped as they tried to throw it over his head, putting a little pressure on the backcourt, but it was pretty high. Don't be challenging him into any high jump or broad jumps, I'll tell you that. The boys got springs. So now Southeast with the ball. Tried to get it over the right wing, and Koski denies the pass. Comes away with the steal. They've got numbers. Koster tries to bring it all the way in. Draws some contact. Hits the deck. Use credited with the block. Picked up by Curry. Curry tries to go coast to coast. He'll put up the runner. No good. County's own rebound. Tries to force it back up again. Are we going to get a walk? Yes, we are. Turnover number nine for the Knights. 6.26 6.26 to go here in the first half. 21-8. Carney High leads it. Bearcats are looking for their fourth straight win. They've won, won five of their last six as they get ready for a big game at Millard North tomorrow. Millard North playing Omaha Northwest tonight. That should be an easy win for the boys, but the Northwest girls beat state-rated Millard North. Robinson walked at the other end. Got it down on the block. They tried to double down on him, and he just didn't have any room. Turnover number five of the game for the Bearcats. So far, Coach Baronic has not went very deep into his bench. He's brought in Carson Schwartz, and that has been it so far. So far, it's worked. 
Braden Day brings it up, works on Techmeyer, gets by him and then kicks it back out to Laughlin, who passes up on the three over to Davison. Rotated around the perimeter to Michael Anderson, comes into the lane, one-hand runner. Can't make up its mind if it wants to go in, so it doesn't. Rebound brought down by Anderson. Anderson brings it all the way back out top. They'll reset it. Right wing, Davison, guarded by Koski in the Carney High man-to-man. One dribble, three on the way, two strong. Rebound brought down by Koster, his third. Outlet pass, Koski, right wing, has the lane, takes it in. Goaltending or a foul? Might be goaltending, but they're going to definitely call a foul. Two free throws coming up. And the foul going to be called on Braden Day, and that is his third personal foul with 5.26 to go in the second. And he is waiting to check out of the game. In the meantime, Koski will go to the line for his first free throw of the night, and it'll bounce in. 22-8, Carney High. Checking in for the Knights, Isaac Gifford, just a freshman, the only freshman on the roster. Of course, Gifford, a pretty popular and big-time athletic name in Lincoln and its southeast. Second free throw now for Koski on the way, and that's too strong. All black and gold to chase the rebound down, and it'll be Sherrod Davison grabbing it. He'll get it over Gifford. Schwartz is in for Carney High. Off the screen from Laughlin, he'll bring it into the front court and swing it over to Davison. Davison working on Koski. Pick and roll. Nice pass to Use and Robinson commits the foul. That was the best play that we have seen in a while from Lincoln Southeast. Actually ran that set play, and that'll be the first foul on Robinson. So two free throws coming up for Alex Use. He has yet to score. Only three players have scored for Southeast. They've only got eight points through almost 11 minutes of play. And the free throw is good. Coming in for Carney High, it's going to be Sam Straka, the 6'2 junior. We'll see his first action to give Koski a breather. Second free throw now for Use. On the way, and that skips out no good. Rebound brought down by Carson Schwartz. Schwartz will push the ball up the floor. Looks inside, nothing there. Now they double him. They can feel a little work. Get a foul called. On Gifford, his first, but that is the seventh team foul. So Carney High is shooting free throws the rest of the way. Southeast just trying to find something that can give them a little momentum here. Uh, back-to-back buckets, a steal and a dunk, a steal and a bucket. They want something to go their way. They've definitely been up and down the floor a lot. And at the line will be Carson Schwartz. So Schwartz will shoot. The one and one as they get some housekeeping done in there. Carson has not scored, hasn't shot the free throw yet in the game. And he'll take care of both right there. Bonus coming up. At the half, the Ravetta Sanitation halftime report. First half stat. Look back at the girls' game, which Carney won 47-39. A couple other scores to bring you. Schwartz second free throw up and in. Also let you know what's coming up here in the near future. For our radio broadcast, Straka right on the hip of Isaac Gifford, who brings it across the timeline. Swings it over on the right wing to Michael Anderson. Up top to Laughlin. A little farther out, left side of the key, Davison. Off the pick to Gifford. Gifford will scoop it over to Davison. Davison tries to go behind the back, and Schwartz going for the steal. Got him on the arm. And that'll be the second foul on Carson Schwartz. And the fifth foul here on the ball club. Checking back in, Clevenger. And checking out Schwartz for Kearney High. Southeast ball in front of the scorer's table in the front court. 
Gifford will free himself from Clevenger and come take the ball. Tries to work off the high screen from Laughlin. Gifford has Robinson on him. That's a mismatch because that means somebody else is not being covered by Shiloh. So they force it inside. Off-balance jumper doesn't go, but following Isaiah Laughlin comes on the back side. That's who Robinson was supposed to be on, and nobody switched over to box out Laughlin, and he'll get his second bucket of the ball game. He had a three. Now he's got a two. 24-11. Carney High leads it by 13 with 4.15 to go in the quarter. Techmeyer drives, gets it to Robinson, gets tackled and still scored. Ball fake was able to get Michael Anderson in the air, and when Anderson was coming down, he knew that he was going to have to foul him, and Shiloh still was able to fight it through and pick up the bucket. He's got 13 in the game, one of three at the line. Chance to extend the lead. Carney High has had some really good first halves this year. They've had some trouble putting games away in the second half, so this one far from over. They've seen double-digit leads disappear in at least three games in the second half. Free throw on the way, and Robinson hits it, completes the three-point play, five in the quarter, 14 in the game. The Cats are up by 16 points here at home against Lincoln Southeast. Into the game is Severin Foster. He'll take the inbounds pass to use. Trying to make the long pass up to Laughlin. He makes the catch, takes it to the baseline left side, needs some help, kicks it out for three. Davison won't go. They're one of five. And a fight for the rebound. Use is going to be called for the foul and will send to the line Jake Techmeyer. So Foster called for the foul, his first. The ninth foul of the half here on Lincoln Southeast. Techmeyer hasn't been to the line, had one bucket back in the first quarter. And the front end of the one and one, the lefty strokes it through to earn the bonus. Carney High has been making hay here from the line in the quarter. And now Shiloh Robinson's going to come out for a breather. His brother, Joaquim, will come in. Joaquim, actually the older of the two as a senior. Try and give his bro some minutes here. Second free throw up. And that one's just a little strong. And the rebound grabbed by the Knights and Sherrod Davison. Davison will give it to Gifford. Picked up by Clevenger across the timeline. His pass knocked away by Coster. Back over into the hands of Clevenger. Lobs it back to Cannon. Doesn't have numbers to the trailer. Techmeyer pulls up three. Too strong. Straka over the back with the foul for Carney High. That was Carney's first three of the basketball game that they had even attempted. That's the seventh team foul in the Bearcats. So we'll walk to the other end. And Isaiah Laughlin. Will go to the line for the first time. He's got a two, a three. He's got a block. He's got three rebounds. But he's got to help the Knights get some points. 11 points is all they have with 3.37 to go in the second quarter. Front end of the one and one is good. Isaiah will get the second one. Again, don't forget Carney High at Millard North tomorrow afternoon. Right here on Classic Hits. Girls at 3.30. The boys at approximately 5.15. So if you can't make it down to Omaha, Bearcat basketball here while Kearney Catholic is at Hastings St. Cecilia. The doubleheader begins at 2.30 tomorrow afternoon on ESPN, 14.60 and 15.50. Second free throw, Laughlin, no good. Robinson had it, couldn't hold it. It goes out of bounds, and it will stay with Lincoln Southeast. So a chance to pick up a few more points this trip down the floor. 
Get a really nice crowd on hand tonight here at Kearney High School. Inbounds to Laughlin, right corner, one dribble, step back three. And that's what they're looking for. Six in the quarter, nine in the game. He's got both made threes here for Southeast. He's got nine of the 15. 28-15, Carney gets it to Coster. He attacks right baseline. He scores. He's fouled. Boy, Cannon has such an explosive first step. You're always thinking that when he's going into the rim that he can jam it home. But he knew that there was going to be some contact. Made sure that he made the bucket. And Coster, who's made a couple of free throws already, We'll go back to the line. Sterling Smith called for his second foul. So you've got Day with three, Davison and Smith with two for the Knights. Coster puts the free throw up, hits the front of the rim. No good, Robinson got the rebound. Shiloh checked back in, tries the reverse layup, can't get it to go. Got his own rebound and kicks it out for another chance. To Clevenger, the cutter in the paint. Nobody picked him up. Left-hand layup, good. Trey Clevenger with his first bucket. And it's a four-point trip for Carney High, 32-15. Putting on that pressure against the Knights. Handling it in the front court, right side, Foster. Tries to spread it, get a little gap here, give his teammates a little more room to roam. Out to center court to Chase Dieterman. Smith comes to the left elbow. A high one four. the ball got kicked. Right now, Carney High has their original five starters on the floor. In Techmeyer, Clevenger, Koski, Robinson, and Koster. And for Lincoln Southeast, Dieterman will take the inbounds pass. You've got Foster in there along with Laughlin, Smith. And also it looks like, is that Anderson in the corner? Yes, it is. Again, the ball gets kicked. Southeast will throw it in. 2.37 to go in the second quarter. Carney 32, Lincoln Southeast 15. Carney High won the girls game earlier tonight. And Southeast... Trying to get something set up. The coaches are yelling. They're on the floor. And the Knights have found a long three-pointer that clanks off the iron from Anderson. No good. Coster grabs the rebound. He's on the sprint to the other end. Tries to thread the needle to Koski. And he can't grab it. It bounces at his ankles and slides out of bounds. Sixth turnover of the game here for Carney High. Southeast, a couple opportunities here to do something Maybe get a little bit of a run going. Get five, six, maybe more points in a row. Crossover. Techmeyer. Did he get the foul called? Yeah, he did. Trying to knock it away from Chase Dieterman. And for Jake, that'll be his second. And Dieterman will go to the line. The 5'9 senior will shoot the one and one. Dieterman on the season. For Lincoln Southeast is averaging about half a point a game, so he doesn't shoot much, and the free throw is no good, and Shiloh Robinson will pull down his sixth rebound of the contest. Two minutes to go. First half, Bearcats in control. Coster to Clevenger, right wing, inside to Robinson, double-team ball fake, drives baseline, got bumped, kicks it out to the corner, back up top, Clevenger, fakes right, drives left, over to Koski, out to Coster, ball fake again, Cannon into the lane, knocked out of his hands, by Chase Dieterman as he was making a move to the hoop. Bearcat ball underneath their own hoop. And to throw it in will be Coster. They get it right back to Cannon in the corner. Southeast is aware of where he's at. So here comes Techmeyer. Finger roll over the front of him. Good. Techmeyer now has five. Both buckets in similar fashion. 
Fast break the other way, looking for the quick shot of the Knights. They'll lob it in. Smith, oh, he finds a crease, and then he's blocked. Shiloh got over there and blocked it out of bounds, so Southeast will keep possession. I didn't think there was any way he was going to be able to get there in time because Southeast has not had a good look in the lane very much at all tonight. And into the ball game for the Carney Bearcats comes Brock Marlett and a timeout on the floor by Southeast. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 1.21 to go in the first half of play. Bearcats 34, Southeast 15. Life is better with a boat, and the time to buy is now. Buzz's Marine's 39th annual used boat show is January 7th through the 14th. We offer the state's largest selection of premium used boats, and they are indoors for your viewing pleasure. Get out of the cold and get ready for summer. Head to buzzesmarine.com today to view our used inventory now. Come see us January 7th through the 14th, the best eight days to buy new to you. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Another high school basketball tonight on 1230 AM KHAS. The Hastings boys lead McCook at the half by a score of 28-16. to 16. It's also on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Here it's Lincoln Southeast basketball with a minute 15 to go. In the first half, they'll drive, they'll shoot, no good. Rebound brought down by Cannon Coster-Smith trying to get the rebound there and uh, can't get the job done. Are we going to get a jump or a foul? Looks like it will be a foul. Coster's going to go to the line to shoot the one-and-one. And And the foul on Sterling Smith is his third, showing a little frustration. So the ref just trying to calm him down as they walk to the other end. And since it's the 10th foul, we are in the double bonus here for Coster. And it's a good thing because the first one didn't go in. Back in will be use, and somebody shut the lights off. Here in the new gymnasium. So we have got a break. And the lights come back on. Somebody bumped the switch somewhere, which shouldn't be anywhere that somebody can bump. (laughs) So it didn't take long, but athletic director Mitch Stein was sure sprinting up the stairs in those dress shoes. And now Coster will try and regroup to shoot the second free throw. And he'll put it up, and it is in. I still don't think all the lights have come on. The ones are on over the court, though, but the ones up here around the corridor are not. One minute to go in the first half. The Bearcats dominating, 35-15. Pull up three Laughlin. He's the only offense right now. It's no good. Brock Marlett will pull down the rebound. Carney will get it up ahead to Clevenger. He's kind of the first cat there, so he slows it down. Over to Coster. Back up top, they'll reverse it to Koski all alone on the right side. Quickly back to Cannon. He wants to shoot the three, but can't get it away. 40 seconds to go in the half. Would the Cats hold for the last shot? We're going to get a timeout to find out. Coach Drake Baranek using the first timeout of the ball game. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 
Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Coming up, the Ravetta Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll talk with Kearney girls coach Jason Boyd about their win tonight over Lincoln Southeast, 47-39. to Run down the first half stats and more for you. We've got 35 seconds to go here before halftime. Kearney boys have the ball and a 35-15 lead over Lincoln Southeast. They'll throw it into Trey Clevenger, and Clevenger content to dribble the ball with Chase Dieterman now going to come out and put some pressure on him. Looks like the Cats want to hold for one. They'll get it to Koski over to Techmeyer. Southeast getting right up on him in a man-to-man, making him work. Koster pops out and takes it 30 feet away from the hoop. Cannon dribbles to center court with 13, still has it. Laughlin on him, works him with a left-hand dribble, trying to get it to Techmeyer. He's denied. They need some help. Chump pass to him. Down to five seconds. Techmeyer, one-on-one, comes into the lane, dishes it to Robinson, shot at the horn, put back good. Shiloh missed the first one, but it came right back to him, and he's able to finish a monster first half for Shiloh Robinson. 16 points, 7 rebounds, and one block shot, and Carney heads to the locker room up by 22, 37-15. When we come back, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Classic Hits. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HD TVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Car insurance isn't about the car, it's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And welcome back to Kearney High School, where once again it is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of the boys' game, it is Kearney High 37 and uh, Lincoln Southeast 15. Earlier in the uh, girls' game tonight, Kearney High came away with a 47-39 to win over the Lincoln Southeast Knights. And we are joined now by uh, head coach Jason Boyd. And, Coach, uh, it was close for a long, long time, and the girls had the moxie to 
pull away there at the end. Uh, and again, uh, <laughs> you live by the three, sometimes you die by it, but the girls sure shot the ball well from the outside tonight. Yeah, we had some timely threes, I think, in the fourth quarter. We had a few. I mean, I think Lauren Strubing, I don't think she's taken a three all year, and, and she was so open, sat there for a while, decided to, to, to throw it up there and, and hit one, and then I think Mariah hit a big one. Mariah hit a lot of big ones, but she had a big three in the fourth. Um, I think Kelsey Clark hit another one in the fourth quarter for us. And so those were timely threes when it was close, when it was tied, or we were maybe up two or something. And so, yeah, those were big. We were talking about going into the fourth quarter that it looked like it was going to come down to whoever took care of the ball. And then all of a sudden, you guys both took care of the ball. But you got a lead and were able to kind of melt the clock and really play keep away well and, uh, and, and show that you guys have been in a few close games this year. Yeah, we kind of went into the year knowing we would probably be in a lot of close ones. We, we were hoping we'd be in a lot of close ones because early we were we were struggling to score. We're scoring a little bit more now, which is good. I mean, it's, it's, it makes it easier if you're, you know, if you're if you're only giving up, you know, when you're losing, when you're giving up around 30, you know, it, 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 that makes it tough. But now, now we're scoring a little bit more, um, and so and and we're finding ways to win close games. Yeah, and we held on the ball. I mean, for a long time. Um, you know, up six. Told the girls are up six with about four and a half, and now we're up six with about a. You know, we I think we held for almost two minutes one time, and then, and then turned it over, and then they took a quick shot, got it right back, and then we ran another minute off the clock. And um, in those situations, I always tell them, you know, we'll take a layup, but, um, but we weren't getting any, and we we do a good job of of understanding. Had to, had to take care of the ball late, and then we got timeouts if we need them, and they know I'll bail them out. And you know, once they've used their dribble, I always tell them, if you've used your dribble, then you pick it up. I will bail you out before you get a five-second call, so don't throw it. So um, we saved a lot of timeouts and, and had to use a few down the stretch. Talking with Carney girls, Coach Jason Boyd, they went at 47-39. to 39. Uh, Southeast, that's the second-fewest points they've scored. There's a reason why. They've got a couple of dynamic guards. They were missing their second-leading score tonight, but they hit the boards really hard, and this Bartles girl was – trying to keep them in the game, uh, getting a lot of offensive boards. Uh, how big of a concern is that for you going forward? Well, I mean, it's it's been a concern all year at times. I mean, we're just we're just thin compared to them. I mean, they were they were pretty physical, um, and, and, it, and it causes problems all over the place, to be honest with you. I mean, even, even out, out front, um, just bringing the ball up the court, their physicality, their pressure, and then on the glass, it causes problems. Partly, I mean, part of it, first half, a lot of it was we were scrambling. We were, we were trying to trap. Um, we were trying to use some different things. And that, then you're more susceptible to some to some rebounds. And so we gave up, definitely gave up too many offensive rebounds. That got to do a better job of cleaning it up. And it, it's just, it's a tough one because we get some steals in our trap too. But then we get some offensive rebounds up. Um, and so tonight, the toughest thing for me tonight, to be honest, was just figuring out what to do defensively. Um, even though we only gave up 39. Yeah. I mean, you're right. They, they were... Without without their shoot, I mean that's their best shooter that didn't play, and so we didn't know that until uh, right before the game, and then kind of changed what we were going to try to do defensively a little bit because we weren't as worried about the three point shot, so we felt like we could trap a little bit more, but then we were giving up some offensive rebounds. Talk about Kelsey Clark's effort tonight. You know, I I think she had a couple big threes, and I thought she just, you know, it's it was it was a tough week for our girls. I think we, you know, I think we're just. You could tell we were tired, and I thought Kelsey looked tired. I thought a lot of our girls looked tired, and she was pressured at the full court the whole time. But you know, she's played for, she's played varsity for three years. You got a senior point guard. I mean, that's a big reason why I think we're we're winning games is because we got a player that can get us into what we want to get into all the time. Um, she's smart, smart kid. 
um, and, and she leads us on the court. I think she's been doing a great job for us all year. And she does a good job defensively, too. I mean, she's not the quickest guard in the state <laughs> by any means, but she was playing one of the fastest guards in the state, and we could put her on her and feel confident that she could contain her because that girl's Underwood's tough. Underwood is, is, has been tough for them all year, and, and, and that's a four-year starter. Um, right there and so that's why they're tough to pressure in the full court and stuff like that because she she makes them go the the southeast girl quick turnaround millard north a really good team they did get beat tonight by uh, omaha northwest uh, what can you tell us about them uh, northwest is another really good team but <laughs> but millard north um athletic lots of man-to-man mostly half court um but a little two three but mostly man-to-man really athletic got a bunch of kids that can all shoot the three um, and so you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we got tonight because I know tomorrow's going to be a tough one and, and we'll, we'll give it our all, but we got that quick turnaround. We're leaving at eight in the morning tomorrow. Um, you know, our JV, if they have one gym, so our JV games at noon. And so we're leaving pretty early. And then, you know, and, and I thought our girls were tired tonight. I just told them, again, try to get a good night's sleep tonight. Try to get as much rest as you can. And then no matter what, you know, even the night's game, you know, we were a little worried about what we'd get with our girls. Um, we didn't have a great week of practice, and uh, and no matter what, they compete, they fight, they claw. I mean, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we 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 are a little weak with the ball. Sometimes we don't. We're a little weak just boxing out and stuff like that. That, but they're they're always going to compete for for us. And and so you know, I I love I love coaching this team, and hopefully we can uh, we can come out and compete tomorrow because it's going to be a tough one tomorrow. Well, as was said yesterday when we were talking about the wrestling here, uh, the activities can maybe put a smile back on the face for kids that lost a teammate a friend a classmate and uh it's i I saw a few of those smiles after the game so coach uh we'll see you in omaha tomorrow and uh safe trip i'm not going to leave that quite at eight o'clock but i'll see you tomorrow (laughs) all right thanks doug that's jason boyd head coach of the carney high girls they went at 47 to 39 led by the 19 point performance of mariah rost 11 from kelsey clark 37 15 here in the boys game we will be back with the numbers right after this At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls, so you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Quick look at our first half stats for Lincoln Southeast. You've got Isaiah Curry, one rebound. Michael Anderson, two rebounds. Braden Day, two points. Sherrod Davison, three points, two rebounds. For Isaiah Laughlin, he leads the way with nine points, three rebounds. Alex Yusey, one point and two rebounds. At the half, 15 points, 10 rebounds, three out of seven at the free throw line, two of eight from three-point land, 10 turnovers. For Carney High, Jake Techmeyer, five points and a rebound. Trey Clevenger, two points. Brock Marlette, a rebound. Ryan Koski, five points, three rebounds. Carson Schwartz, two points and a rebound. Shiloh Robinson has 16 points, seven rebounds and a block. And Cannon Coster, seven points, 
five rebounds. Carney High, 37 points, 18 rebounds, 9 out of 15 at the free throw line, 0 of 1 from three-point land, one block and six turnovers. The Bearcats up 37-15 at the half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Classic Hits, and Carney High is going to get the ball to start the second half of play and try and add to their lead as they get it into a Koski. Koski a little up and under, nowhere to go. Kicks it out for a three-point attempt for Trey Clevenger, and Clevenger will knock it home. The first three of the game, what a way to start the second half, 40-15. to 15. Bearcats going to try and run away and hide with this one here today. Lincoln Southeast starts to drive, slipping ball, falls. Robinson trying to keep it alive. The ball's being tipped around, and it's picked up by Southeast. Kicking into the corner, Laughlin. Open three, good. Isaiah Laughlin knocks down the three-pointer. He's got all three made threes. He's got 12 of his team's 18 points. Now at the other end, driving in. Techmeyer got all the way to the rim but couldn't finish. Rebound use. Fast break the other way. They get it to Laughlin. Missed it. Rebound brought down by Ryan Koski. They try to double him. He steps out and finds Robinson. Bearcats two on two. Koster decides to slow it down. I think a little advice from Coach Baronic. Up to Koski. On the right wing, Clevenger skips it down low, reverses it back out to Koster into the left-hand corner, Techmeyer. Playing against this man-to-man defense for the Knights, but right now Carney's just kind of playing it like it's a zone. Being very deliberate, throwing it around the perimeter. Koski crossover, drives by his man, tries to bounce it into Robinson. The ball's tipped away. Turnover number seven for the Bearcats. Up ahead, southeast, a little out of control. No good by Anderson. Laughlin the follow. It won't go. Coster's able to get the rebound and will head the other way. Cannon wants to go coast to coast, and he's able to get inside his defender, use the left hand, and score. Nine points for Cannon Coster. 42-18. to 18. Carney high. At the other end, Day drives in. Scoop shot good for Braden Day, who had not played much in the first half because of the foul situation. He was on the bench early with two, picked up his third with five and a half to go in the second quarter. 42-20, to 20, Bearcats. Two minutes gone here in quarter number three. Coster up at the top of the circle, guarded by Laughlin. On the switch, he'll give it to Techmeyer. Clevenger cuts. Gets it inside. Robinson does a good job to catch it again. His defender, Use, went for it. So then Shallow just turned around and laid it over the front of the rim. And Robinson teaching class here. Three-pointer at the other end. Hits the rim. Goes over the backboard from Davison. No good. And the ball will belong to Carney High. 44-20. Bearcats looking for their fourth straight win. They've won five of their last six. Can get them to 7-4 and four as they get ready for state-rated Millard North. Tomorrow night, again, Nebraska got their new defensive coordinator tonight, uh, the name that had been talked about here over the last 24 hours with Bob Diaco. Many outlets are reporting. Bearcats with a basketball. Running a little weave up top, trying to make Southeast poke at it. They did, so Techmeyer drives left side of the key. Bounce pass goes off of a night knee and out of bounds. Don't forget the NFL playoffs this weekend on ESPN Radio starting tomorrow after our basketball and then both games coming up on Sunday. And Carney High gets a timeout because they can't get the ball on the floor. So it'll be their second 30-second timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 5.05 to go third quarter. Carney 44, Lincoln Southeast 20. 
for professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Down in Lincoln, Lincoln East leading Lincoln Northeast, who's been in a lot of close games, including against these two teams, 43-39, to and it just kind of makes you wonder a little bit. Northeast, the common opponent here over the last couple of weeks, played overtime games with both these teams, and yet this is a 24-point lead for Kearney High, and they've got the basketball against the five and six Knights. Five minutes to go in the third quarter. Techmeyer, top of the key, just bounces it over to Coster. He's been very patient today, working the ball. Robinson gets it on the left elbow. They double him back out to Cannon. He'll try the three. It is good. Cannon Coster, five of the quarter, 12 in the game, his first three, and it's 47-20. to 20. Carney High at the other end, flying in. The layup is no good. Rebound brought down by Shiloh Robinson. That is his eighth of the ball game. Up to Techmeyer. He tries to go coast to coast. Comes up short. Good defense that time by Davidson, who grabs the loose ball. Didn't have an outlet, so he'll bring it up himself. Top of the circle. Kicks it back out on the wing to Michael Anderson. Anderson looks for a gap over on the wing to Day. Braden for three, and he'll roll it home. Braden Day with five of the quarter and seven in the game. 47-23, Carney. 4-10 to go in the third quarter. Bearcat basketball. Koski picks up the dribble. Techmeyer comes out to meet the basketball. Gives it back to Koski as they switch on the right wing. Against the man to man of the Knights. Lob it into Robinson. On the double down, he got fouled. They lobbed it over UC. Or use, excuse me. Robinson grabbed it. And then some backside help. Ended up being a foul. So at the line to shoot a pair of free throws will be Shiloh Robinson. He's having a monster game, 18 points, 8 rebounds, 1 block. Free throw up, short, no good. And the Bearcats are going to go to the bench here and bring in the guys that we've seen in Schwartz and Marlette, along with Sam Straka. All three of them saw a little bit of playing time, more for Schwartz in that first half. 47-23, Carney High. And Robinson now gets ready for his second free throw. That's about the only thing that hasn't been way above average tonight for Shiloh. And the second one, no good. Rebound by Severin Foster of the Knights. <laughs> gets it up to the top of the circle to Braden Day. The Rowdy's starting to get into it again. It's not a close game, so they're trying to invent ways to be Rowdies tonight. Here is Foster driving to the hoop today. Day is going to fly in there and draw a blocking foul on the Bearcats. Sam Straka, his second. That is the first foul of the half on Kearney. Southeast only has one with 3.35 to go in the third quarter. And at the line, Braden Day to shoot two. This will be his first trip to the line. And the free throw, no good. It covered just about every inch of the rim and would not fall through. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Kearney, Elm Creek, Overton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Second free throw is good. So Day hits it. He's got six in the quarter, eight in the game, 47-24. to 24. Three and a half to go here in the third. Carney 
just trying to play consistent as Schwartz brings the ball up the floor. Goes with a behind-the-back dribble, really being hounded out here. Finally gets tapped away by Day. And Papio beats Millard West tonight, 72-54. And that's who Southeast plays tomorrow as Robinson gets it inside, and he's fouled again. Southeast thought they had pretty good defense, and they're giving an earful to the official. It is the fourth foul on Braden Day. That's one of the reasons he's getting an earful. The kid's been playing pretty good here in the third quarter. Robinson to shoot two, trying to break the free throw drought, and he does. Hits the first one. And Carney has doubled up the Knights, 48-24. to And now the second free throw. For Shiloh Robinson. Still some discussion down by the southeast bench. Robinson on the way, and it is good. So Shiloh hits them both. And it looks like we had a foul on the rebound attempt by Carney High on Brock Marlett. He was trying to fight for some position. So the free throw will count, but a foul on Marlett which will be his first. Carney going to put on a little token backcourt pressure, and they'll get it into Sherrod Davidson, who says, go ahead, I'm going to clear it out and bring it up myself. Guarded here by Marlette, crosses over, comes into the paint, gets fouled out at the top of the circle, and they'll have to take it out again. Shiloh will get his second personal foul, and they will have Chase Dieterman check in to throw it in on the baseline. Chucks it into the corner. Michael Anderson thought about the three drives. Kicks it up top. Long three for Davison. He's fouled on the three. It is no good. But Sherrod will go to the line to shoot three free throws. So the Knights get a couple of calls here. No, they're going to say it was after the shot. That's a weird one. So no free throws. The foul will be called on Brant Barth. And they'll get it into Laughlin. So Laughlin pulls up from 17. It's no good. Robinson grabs his ninth rebound. Out to Schwartz. Floor is open. He'll bring it to the free throw line. Stop to Robinson. Nobody's down low right now for Carney High. Coach Moronic with a different looking lineup out there. And you can tell Carney High has also brought into the game four players from off the bench along with Robinson. Straka gets it to Robinson, spins, kicks it into the corner. Here's a three-pointer on the way that is no good for Brock Marlett. And the rebound brought down by Davison for the Knights. 2.25 to go in the third quarter. Davison just wants to take it himself, and the shot no good. Trying to save it, it ends up in the hands of the Bearcats and Sam Straka. Nobody on him, so Straka puts his head down up the floor. Outlet pass Marlett to Robinson down the middle. Forget about it. Shallow hammers it home, 22. Timeout on the floor for Lincoln Southeast. It's getting away, and it has for quite a while, and there's still a lot of basketball to play. 2.06 remains, and it's 51-24 here in the third quarter. 
At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Another boys action tonight on 1230 AM KHAS. The Hastings High boys lead McCook. By a score of 41-24. to 24. Our Seats to Success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. And I think right now, Lincoln Southeast to throw it in. Carney has to keep their cool because Southeast is getting frustrated and there's still 10 minutes to play in the basketball game. And we will see if it just settles down a little bit. And you can sense the frustration from the Knights. A lot of one-on-one. They drive in. They draw the foul. Severin Foster taking it to the rack. And again, a lot of those fouls are happening on the start of the drive as opposed to the finish. The foul was called on Brock Barlett. And that will be team foul number five on Kearney. Two have been called on Southeast, but it's 51-24 Bearcats. Southeast with a basketball up top. Chase Dieterman trying to take one-on-one. Gets it inside to Sterling Smith. He'll turn. He'll miss the five-footer. The ball deflects into the hands of Cannon Coster. Outlet pass to Schwartz. Schwartz works on the left wing. Picked up there by Dieterman. Back to the trailer. Coster over to Marlette, who gets it to Barth. And you've also got Joaquin Robinson in there. Back to Barth in the right-hand corner. Skip pass all the way over to Coster. Lobs it into Joaquim. Couldn't handle it. The ball's deflected away, and it's run down there by Brock Barlett. So Barlett will get it out to Schwartz. Comes into the paint, sees a seam, drives. A little off balance, no good. Rebound brought down by Sterling Smith. And a foul called. That's the third on Carson Schwartz. And Carney might end up committing too many fouls here in the third quarter. We could have a lot of free throws as this game progresses. Jake Techmeyer comes in. Coach Peronic trying to save some energy for that game tomorrow at Millard North, playing his six through nine guys right now as the inbounds pass comes to Chase Dieterman. One minute to go, third quarter, 51-24 Bearcats. They had a 17-0 run of the second quarter to go up 19-5. Dieterman. Kicks it back out top to Daniel Hunley, who's checked in. His bounce pass is going to be stolen away by Techmeyer. Techmeyer up the floor looking for some room. He gets fouled. Chase Dieterman, his first foul. That was the first turnover of the half by Lincoln Southeast. But they put up nine points. Carney Highs put up 14 here in this third quarter. And Jake Techmeyer to the line to shoot two. And he'll put the first one up and in. These two of three at the line. 52-24, Bearcats. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. So 53-24. 40 seconds remain. Long pass down the floor to Michael Anderson. Southeast. Gets it to Dieterman. Have their minds maybe on a few other things tonight without their coach Smith here. Trying to make a statement. 
but it just didn't happen for him on the court. Here's a three-pointer on the way by Hundley. It skips out no good. Techmeyer will get the rebound. Techmeyer up the floor, lobs it in for Coster. They went for the one-hand alley-oop. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Dieterman, and as he heads the other way, we'll get the poke on Carney High. And Carney High needs to quit fouling now. The, the calls are starting to go southeast way. They have to maintain because you don't want to drag this thing out. You want to get this game over with. And there's still a whole quarter to go, and every foul sends southeast to the line. Dieterman, 0 of 1 at the line, has not scored. Will be there for the front end of the 1-1. One one. The foul was the second on Brant Barth. Free throw on the way. It's good. So Dieterman will get the bonus. Second free throw on the way for Dieterman. Carney's going to sub in some of their offense if he makes it, and he does. So Carney's going to get one more possession here in the third quarter, and Coach Baronic's going to get some of his starters back in, see if they can get one more bucket here before the final eight minutes of action. Koski will throw it in. Techmeyer might need some help in the backcourt. Dieterman with him, but they do get it to Jake. Jake's able to get inside of him, bring it up to Coster, right back to Techmeyer, attacks the left baseline. They get it back out to Clevenger. His three-pointer is off the front of the iron, no good. Coster saves it, got it underneath the Koski, who is fouled. Still two and a half seconds left. Carney ran that play so quick. Clevenger actually shot the ball with about seven seconds left. That's what he was supposed to do. He ran the play. The foul is called on Chase Dieterman, his second. And Ryan Koski to shoot two free throws. First one is no good. Koski now one of three at the line. Five points, four rebounds. With two and a half seconds remaining here in the third quarter, 53-26, Carney High. Second free throw on the way, and it's no good. Rebound brought down by Foster. He'll chuck it from three-quarter court. Off the glass, and we go to the fourth quarter. Carney High, 53, Lincoln Southeast, 26. You're listening to High School Hoops on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. With our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Gooda here at Kearney High. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Mitch Stein and the folks here for their hospitality. The Kearney High Bearcats dominating here tonight, 53-26 to over Lincoln Southeast. And it will be Lincoln Southeast basketball to start the fourth quarter of play. They are led in scoring by Isaiah Laughlin with 12. Braden Day has 8. And Day will take the three-pointer to start the fourth quarter. It's no good. 
They are now 4 of 12 from the outside. Cannon Coster will grab his ninth rebound to Techmeyer. Brings it into the paint, gets tripped up, but he passed it before then to Clevenger. He'll throw into the corner to Robinson, starts to drive the baseline, gets in trouble, jump pass back out to Clevenger. Top of the key, Coster's three off the mark. Carney's two of six from the outside. Rebound brought down by Isaac Gifford. Long outlet pass is batted away, but Laughlin picks it up. He'll fire the three, and it spins around. No good. The rebound brought down by Carney High's Ryan Koski, and over the back on Carney High. 53-26, that foul is the fifth of Lincoln Southeast here in the second half. Carney's already over the limit with seven. 53-26, it's just a play out the string. Depends on how long the starters stay in. Full court pressure by Southeast. Into Robinson, who quickly finds Coster in the middle of the floor to Techmeyer. Up ahead, front court to Clevenger, and they'll slow it down. Coster, all by himself, just backs out, backs out 26 feet away. Looks for the screen, starts to drive, hands it back outside the arc. On the right side to Techmeyer. Carney is content as the ball is picked away. Nice play by Sherrod Davidson. Davidson takes it in and the one-hand dunk. Five points now for Davidson. Just the second turnover the half for Carney High. And the ball runs into the referee on the way up and it keeps it in play for Carney. Coster between the circles to Koski. Gives it over to uh, Clevenger against the man-to-man. Southeast still out there hustling. They're really trying to deny the ball. Techmeyer comes in. There's nowhere to go, and he gets fouled, and that might be it for Braden Day. He's walking towards the bench like he knows it is, and Braden Day will foul out of the game, and if he's not careful, he's going to get teed up. As he comes over to the bench, Day will leave us with eight points and was in foul trouble most of the night. At the line, Jake Techmeyer to shoot two in the first one. On the way, and it is in. First point of the fourth quarter for the Bearcats, 54-28. to 28. They will win their sixth out of their last seven. Second free throw also good for Techmeyer. He now has nine. Coster has 12, but it's the Shiloh Robinson show. 22 points, nine boards, and a block. Knights with a basketball. Up top to Gifford. Isaac, the freshman, playing catch with Davison. Sherrod decides to take a three. Cannon Coster got a hand on it. Blocks it. It comes up short. He'll get it to Laughlin. Laughlin trying to keep the basketball in his possession. Has it knocked away. Second southeast turnover of the half. Really, both teams have taken much better care of the ball in the second half. As Techmeyer brings it into the front court, 55-28. Carney High, 5.45 to go. Techmeyer into the deep right corner to Clevenger. Missed Robinson, knew it as he kicked it back out. Coster, weak sign, thinking about one-on-one. Doesn't need to, so he won't. Gets it down on the block to Robinson. Kicks it back out top. Koski, the three-pointer is no good. Three-pointer hasn't been part of the game tonight for Carney. It didn't need to be. And on the rebound and over the back foul called on Shiloh Robinson. That'll be his third. And we'll walk to the other end to shoot the one-and-one. One. Don't forget tomorrow, Carney is at Millard North. Right here on Classic Hits beginning at 3.30. Carney Catholic is at St. Cecilia beginning at 2.30 on ESPN, 1460 and 15.50. At the line, Isaiah Laughlin to shoot the one-and-one. 
Laughlin has been the most consistent player tonight for the Knights. And he'll put it up and in. Two of three at the line now with his 13th point. Lincoln Southeast averages 60 points a game. They're not to 30 yet. Second free throw on the way, and it is in and out no good. The rebound brought down by Shiloh Robinson. There's the double-double, his 10th board to go with the 22 points. Clevenger in the backcourt makes a nice move on Michael Anderson, and then the feet get tangled up, and a foul going to be called. Anderson with his second personal foul. That is the seventh team foul. And I don't think anybody in the gym wants to see a free throw contest over the last five minutes. But both teams are still playing basketball. They're definitely committing some fouls. And Trey Clevenger goes to the line for the first time. And he'll hit the first one to get his sixth point of the game. Checking into the game for Lincoln Southeast will be Chase Dieterman. You're listening to uh, Carney Bearcat Basketball on KKPR-FM. Carney, Minden, Holdridge, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We told you about tomorrow, Tuesday, it will be Minden at St. Paul. Here on Classic Hits next Thursday, the Carney Wrestlers, the number one dual team of the state, will be at the number three team, Columbus, next Thursday at 7 o'clock. And the second free throw, Clevenger, is up and in. So Trey, once again... Having a nice, consistent basketball game. And the Bearcats up 57-29. to 29. Southeast basketball, Michael Anderson up to Dieterman. On the left wing, they'll get it to Davison into the corner. Three-pointer on the way, Laughlin, no good. Ball goes out of bounds. Off the leg of the Carney Bearcats, checking in. Devin Coble is in for the first time. Along with four other starters, Coster, Techmeyer, Robinson, and Clevenger, so Koski is the one catching the breather right now. And the Knights trying to get it in on the baseline. Bat it away once. Chuck it all the way out to half court this time to Michael Anderson. Anderson between the circles gets it over to Dieterman, and they'll get an offensive set going. To Davidson, Sherrod, guarded by Clevenger, skips it over to Anderson. Back up top, open three, Dieterman. It's no good. Rebound run down by Laughlin. Isaiah with his sixth, and he'll give it off for a drive. Davidson gets in the paint, tries to make one extra dish, and has it picked off by Trey Clevenger. Up the floor to Coster, comes in with a right hand, bounces off the rim, no good. Rebound brought down by Laughlin, and we head the other way for Southeast. Scoop shot is too strong by Michael Anderson, and the rebound brought down by Robinson. Up the floor, Clevenger comes in, has it poked away from behind as he goes up towards the rim, and out of bounds. It'll stay with Carney High. Here comes Carson Schwartz back in for the Bearcats. And Techmeyer will check out. Probably be it for him tonight. Get a long day tomorrow going to Omaha to play Miller North. Inbounds pass comes to Coble in the left-hand corner. Dribbles up to the wing, hands it off to Schwartz. Schwartz starts to drive, cut off there by Dieterman at the free throw line. On the wing to Clevenger. Clevenger pull up over Laughlin from 10, no good. Rebound comes out long to Sherrod Davison. Davison tries to find the trailer to pass it to. It gets tipped away by Robinson and poked out of bounds by Smith. It will be Carney High basketball. Lincoln Southeast with their 14th turnover of the game. And now Joaquin Robinson comes in. Also coming in for Carney High, Brant Barth. 
So the Bearcats are winning some basketball games. Now they are not beating world beaters. That Scott's Bluff win is still a good win, but the test's going to be coming up here. Not a ton of them. Omaha or Miller North is huge tomorrow, and then Lincoln East. Then they have about five in a row against teams with losing records. Not that those are gimme games, but Kearney High's schedule not jammed with a bunch of teams outside of the two we just told you. As Cleverdier tries to get it into Robinson, we're going to get a jump ball. Coming in there to tie it up, Daniel Hundley. The arrow points the way of the Bearcats. 3.42 remains. Don't forget, coming up, the New West postgame show. Final stats, a coach chance to coach chat with Coach Drake Baronic. Carney gets it on the inbound. To Barth, tries to get it down low to Coble. The ball knocked away. Still loose, diving on the floor. Coble actually picks it up, has people jump over him, and then drop the ball, and Smith comes out of there with it. Baseball pass to the other end. Hundley has to save it from going out of bounds to Anderson. And a foul as he takes it to the hole. Michael Anderson hasn't scored, hasn't shot a free throw in the game. He'll have a chance to take care of that. The foul is on Joaquin Robinson, his first. Ninth team foul of the ball game. And Anderson puts the first free throw up and in. And the Knights finally hit point number 30 with 3.25 to go in the game. There hasn't been one game, just the one game against Lincoln Northeast, the first time that they got beat 55-44. to That was their lowest output of the year. Anderson hits the second free throw. It looks like they'll be held under that tonight as Schwartz brings the ball up the floor. 3.15 to go. Cartney 57, Lincoln Southeast 31. Ball knocked out of Schwartz's hands by Dieterman. Schwartz out there along with Brock Barlett, Coble, Barth, and Joaquin Robinson. So the starters are all down right now for Carney High. Lincoln Southeast still has a couple of theirs in there. As Schwartz tries to get to the baseline, and a foul going to be called on Lincoln Southeast. And this one's going to go against Sterling Smith, his fourth. So Carson Schwartz, who's only two points of the night, have come from the free throw line. We'll head back there to shoot the one-and-one. On the way, and it is good. Schwartz with his third point. Again, earlier tonight in the girls' game, Carney High, a 47-39 win. It was about a five-point game back and forth all night long. And then Carney was up 40-37 midway through the fourth and scored the next seven points to win it. 47-39, Mariah Ross with 19 points. Kelsey Clark, 11. Second free throw, Schwartz up and in. So he hits them all. Four for four, three minutes to go in the game. Uh, 59-31. Another final, Hastings 47, McCook 38. So Hastings going to get a win. Carney going to get a win. Dieterman into the front court, gives it off to Severin Foster. Foster, looking at Coble, comes in, throws up a left-hander that bounces off the rim. No good, but they will call a blocking foul on Coble. His first. And two free throws now coming up for Foster, who also hasn't scored or attempted a free throw. He'll put it up and in. Only one field goal in the fourth quarter for Lincoln Southeast. Zero field goals in the quarter for Carney. It's really been a death march here this fourth quarter, uh, just dragging and dragging and dragging as the second free throw is no good. 
And Devin Coble will grab the rebound here for the Bearcats. Hands it off to Marlette, who brings it into the front court. Poked away by Dieterman. Marlette was able to pick it back up. Swing it over to Coble on the left wing. He brings it into the paint, switches hands, and scores. Devin Coble with his first bucket. 61-32 Bearcats, two and a half to go. Nice little check mark there for the senior tonight at the other end. Another reach. Carney's got to quit reaching. And more free throws coming up for Severin Foster. Foul is on Coble. His second. Carney has been called for a dozen fouls in the second half. Free throw in and out, no good for Foster. Again, Carney was up 19 to 5 after one, and it has not been much closer than that. It was 37-15 at the half. Second free throw up, and it is good. So Foster gets one of two. He's got two points. 61-33, Carney. 2-15 to go in the game as Marlette runs the point. On the left wing, he'll get it to Coble. One dribble. Skip pass right side to Barth, who gets it back up to the top of the circle to Sam Straka. Good bounce pass right side and finishing Brock Marlette. Marlette with a nice bounce pass from Straka. 63-33, his first bucket of the game. Dieterman at the other end gets it up top to Foster. All that Southeast is doing now is trying to take it one-on-one, and Coble just grabbed him. And we're going to see another five come in here, it looks like, for Carney High. And Foster's going to go right back to the line. 30-point lead for Carney High. Free throw, Foster, good. Again, Lincoln Southeast tomorrow night returns home to play Papillion La Vista. Papio a winner tonight over Millard West. Now the second free throw on the way for Foster. No good. Carney with all the subs will get to you in just a minute. They get the rebound and a foul called on Southeast. And we've got to pick up the mystery player here. The foul was on Sterling Smith, so he's out. One rebound in the game, didn't score. Jake Scala is in. Seth Stroh is in. Jared Wegner is in. And the free throw is on the way and good. It's Matt Studi that is in the game, so he makes the first free throw. He'll get a second one. It is no good, and it goes out of bounds to Lincoln Southeast. And then also in the game is Brett Obermiller. For Carney. So those are the five on the floor. Minute 45, 64, 34. Carney Dieterman shooting every time. He'll hit that one. His first bucket for all the shots that he's taken. And Carney High will have the basketball. A little debris gets on the floor, but doesn't have to stop the play. Studi gets it up the floor. Pass to Obermiller on the right wing. Cut off there by Alex Use. One of the starters back on the floor here for the Knights. Kick it out to Studi. He'll try a three. It'll spit off the rim. No good. Rebound comes out long to Daniel Hundley. Hundley up ahead to Gifford. Gifford takes it in too strong. Hundley will follow and score. Good play a couple of times there by Daniel Hundley. Had a nice pass, then hustles down to get the rebound. Jared Wagner into the front court. Right corner. Scala thought about it. Takes the three. Tip try is no good by Studi. Rebound brought down by Hundley. 
will come the other way, and another foul call to stop the clock with 54 seconds to go. And at the line will be Severin Foster. He is already three of six in this quarter. Every time drives, every time gets a foul. And the free throw on the way, and it is good. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming up. 64-38, Carney High. 54 seconds remain. Second free throw by Foster. No good. And Scala will get the rebound. Outlet pass front court to Obermiller. Obermiller wants to take it in. Runs right into the defender, Use who ties him up. And the arrow points the way of Lincoln Southeast. So they'll get it again with 48 seconds remaining. Chase Dieterman on the dribble. Stutter drives and kicks it out of the wing to Hundley. He's going to throw up a three. Off the iron, a little short, no good. Rebound falls to Dieterman. He'll put it back up, no good. Then it comes into the hands of Alex Use, who grabs it and scores his first bucket of the game. 25 seconds to go. Bearcats push the ball up the floor with Brett Obermiller. And a foul called on the Knights. Looks like maybe just a kick ball, so Studi will take it out. Been a long fourth quarter. Faking the three, driving in, and scoring is Jared Wagner. Wagner with his first bucket of the ball game. 66-41 at the other end. Shot is on the way, no good by Hundley. Rebound brought down by Wagner. Seven seconds to go. He's going to try and dribble it out, and this fourth quarter has finally come to an end. Final score. Carney High, 66, and Lincoln Southeast, 41. The Knights are now 5-7. and seven. The Bearcats are 7-4 and four on the season, and we'll be back with the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Hastings College offers many great things. Tons of scholarships, more than 60 majors, and people who will help you succeed. And Hastings is a great college town. You've got to check it out. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. And welcome back to Carney High, everyone. Doug Duda along with our producer engineer, Ed Smith. It is over here at Carney, a doubleheader sweep of Lincoln Southeast, 47-39 in the girls, much easier in the boys' game, 66-41. It's time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. 
Well, Kearney High jumped out 19-5. It looked like Southeast, as Coach Bronick said, would come out and play a lot of one-on-one. And they scored a couple buckets, up 5-2. A lot of energy playing without their head coach, Jeff Smith, who is not coaching the team uh, tonight or tomorrow. But we'll be back with them, it sounds like, uh, next week. Uh, and then Carney just shut them down. They scored 17 in a row to end the second quarter of play and won it by a score, or the first quarter of play and won it by a score of 19-5 to at the end of the first and went on and won the basketball game. Hastings beating McCook tonight, 47-38. See if we can get a few more scores for you, and we'll do that as well. Right now, though, it's time to take a look at the final stats. First off, for Lincoln Southeast, Daniel Hundley, two points, three rebounds. Chase Dieterman, four points, two rebounds. Isaiah Curry, one rebound. Severin Foster hit four free throws in the fourth quarter for his total. He had two rebounds. Michael Anderson, two points, two rebounds. Isaac Gifford had one rebound. Braden Day, eight points in the contest, but had a lot of foul problems, ended up fouling out with 6.24 to go. He sat about uh, the last five and a half of the second quarter, almost half of the first quarter, so... That was in about half of the game tonight. Sherrod Davison, five points, five rebounds. Isaiah Laughlin led the way tonight for Lincoln Southeast. 13 points, seven rebounds, one block. Alex Hughes, three points, four rebounds and a block. And Sterling Smith had one rebound. Ten rebounds in the first half, 18 in the second half. Free throw shooting, three of seven in the first half, 10 of 16 in the second half. Three-point shooting for the Knights, two of eight in the first half, two of seven in the second half. Turnovers. Ten in the first half, four in the second half. Southeast had just 15 points at halftime. They scored 26 in the second half to finish with a season-low 41 points here tonight. 28 rebounds, 13 out of 23 at the free-throw line, four of 15 from three-point land, two blocks, and 14 turnovers. Southeast now five and seven on the season will host Papillion La Vista tomorrow, and then Lincoln High comes into their place one week. From tonight, we'll take a look at the final numbers for the Carney High Bearcats right after this on the New West Post Game Show. <sighs> I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com Aurora Cooperative wants you to be part of the A-Team. At Aurora Cooperative, we believe in our owners, value their equity, while running a competitive cooperative on their behalf. We do this by proactively putting owners' equity work every day. It's a cooperative building on new-age collaboration, forward thinking in their ideas, which yields best-in-class results for our owners on their farm or their cooperative and ensures their future. To learn more about what it means to be an A-Team member, contact us at auroracooperative.com or stop in and see your local Aurora agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work. Back on the New West postgame show here on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM, Carney Grand Island Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For the Carney High Bearcats tonight, they had 10 players score in this game and uh, were able to rest their starters maybe more than they would have thought coming into the contest, getting ready to go to Millard North tomorrow. Jake Techmeyer, nine points, five of those from the free throw line. He had two rebounds. He was five of six at the line. Trey Clevenger, seven points. Brock Marlett, two points and a rebound. Jared Wagner, two points and a rebound. 
Ryan Koski had five points and five rebounds. Sam Straka had a rebound. Carson Schwartz, four points and a rebound. Devin Koble, two points and a rebound. Matt Studi had one point and one rebound. Jake Scala had a rebound. Cannon Coster, 12 points, nine rebounds, and a blocked shot. But tonight it was the Shiloh Robinson show. 22 points, 11 rebounds, one block, and did not score in the fourth quarter of play. 18 rebounds in the first half, 14 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 9 of 15 in the first half, 11 of 16 in the second half. Three-point shooting, they didn't need it tonight. They were 0 of 1 in the first half and then 2 of 8 in the second half. Turnovers for the Bearcats, 6 in the first half and just 4 in the second half of play. They knew how to manage the game when they got up big, 22 at halftime. They had 37 in the first half, 29 in the second half, and the Bearcats finished with 66 points. They had 32 rebounds, 20 out of 31 at the free throw line, 54 total free throws attempted tonight by the two teams. Carney was 2 of 9 from three-point land, two blocks, 10 turnovers. The Bearcats have won four in a row, and six of their last seven to improve to 7-4 and four with a 66-41 win over Lincoln Southeast. And tomorrow afternoon, they'll play at state-rated Millard North, Girls at 3.30 and the boys at 5.15. And you'll hear the doubleheader right here on Classic Hits. The Bearcats will then be at Lincoln Southwest one week from tonight. Their next home game is next Saturday against Lincoln East beginning at 5.15. Back with more on the New West Post Game Show right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is here. The 10th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic, February 11th, with eight hand-picked quality high school basketball matchups, including Papillion La Vista versus Sunrise Christian Academy, a nationally known team out of Wichita. Area teams include Grand Island Central Catholic, Gothenburg, York, St. Cecilia, and Aurora. Get day-long admission for one low price at Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic. First tip-off at 9 a.m. Feature game tip-off at 9.15 p.m. Saturday, February 11th. Be there. Let's take a look at some of the other scores from around the area tonight. Again, the Kearney girls won at 47-39, led by Mariah Ross with 19 points, Kelsey Clark with 11. Aquinas beats Grand Island Central Catholics girls 57-47. Aurora over Central City 55-27. Beatrice beat Holdridge 62-48. Columbus edged Grand Island 44-39. In other girls' action, Donovan Trumbull beat Gibbon 46-29 this evening. Elwood over Arapaho. 63 to 43. It was Harvard over Silver Lake, 62-34. Hastings beat McCook, 42-26. Heartland down Franklin, 47-21. Hitchcock County over Alma, 56-52. Lawrence Nelson girls beat Kennesaw, 41-33. Lincoln Christian, they are finding their way. They thumped Columbus Scotus, 70-18 tonight. North Platte St. Pat's beat the Overton girls 43-23. Grand Island Northwest over Adams Central 54-31. Osceola beat Giltner 45-36. Pleasanton over Amherst 
by a score of 55-23. Ravenna beats Shelton 65-14. Red Cloud over Blue Hill 32-27. Southern Valley over Broken Bow 51-46. And then a couple of boys games here for you. Alma was a winner over Hitchcock County in the boys game by a score of... (laughs) 40, 65-49, Arapaho edged Elwood tonight. Beatrice beat the Holdridge boys 69-52. Blue Hill over Red Cloud, and Ord beat St. Paul 51-39. Again here, Carney High got off to a good start and uh, took care of a Lincoln Southeast team that, quite frankly, uh, Riley Jane Hamilton's here from the Lincoln Journal star tonight to get a chance to, to see these teams and to see Carney High in the new gym. I'll be interested to see what the story says tomorrow because... Uh, Drake, you guys played well, but it appeared that Lincoln Southeast uh, has some problems over there. They came in, and uh, Coach Smith not coaching this weekend. Uh, They made a little protest or demonstration before the game that we didn't talk about. And you you hate their high school kids. They're going to do what they do, and they just weren't as disciplined as your ball club was tonight. Right. The problem is is teams that need discipline run away from it, and then they uh, claim victims all the time. And – you know, some of those guys would, and, and that's their team. I'm not worried about them, but, I mean, it's just in general. Teams that need to be disciplined and need to be accountable for their actions, um, you know, they shy away from it. They don't own them. And, uh, you know, we can only control what we can control. And Coach Smith is a great coach. Um, I, was, I was lucky to be able to play for him during the summer. Um, he is a great character guy. And, uh, you know, I've learned a lot from him as a coach. And, uh, you know, so he's going to battle through some stuff and, uh you know, we've, we've got his back here at Carney High. Your kids came out, and you told me before the game that uh, Southeast had a lot of kids that could take you one-on-one, get you up and down, and that's what they tried to do most of the game. It looked like they were going to be successful coming out, but uh, after a couple of minutes, your guys kind of figured out what they needed to do. Right, and, you know, a team with some disarray, I mean, it can go two ways. They can either try to prove something for their coach or, or prove something for themselves, and, uh, you know, Proving something for yourself never works. It just doesn't. you got to do something bigger than yourself. And uh, we, we knew they are in a fragile time, and if we jump on them early, there's no direction over there, and uh, that's what we did. So credit our guys to battle through a tough situation and uh, you know, so, show some courage and some strength and uh, not miss a beat the entire game. Now Shiloh had a great game tonight. and I mean, there was some great passes to him, but he worked to get the one-on-one matchup, to get inside position, or if they fronted him, there was a couple of good lobs over the top. But yep. It just seemed like whatever he did tonight was pretty golden. Our guys are clicking right now, and, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we don't care who gets it done as long as the job gets done. And uh, everybody kind of figured out earlier they're going to do some fronting and get Shiloh some easy touches and credit our guards be able to find him and, and make those easy passes to him. And, uh, you know, got to credit Coach Moran. He has been working with uh, Shiloh the last week and a half here and uh, and all of our posts and man we have just kind of taken off a little bit and it was a perfect time for it so you know coach moran is great in individual instruction um he's a small guy so he knows nothing about the post play but he's got a lot of energy and he's got the man that's done right and right now shiloh and and, and uh joaquin and jake are reaping the benefits of, of coach moran what about the defense that you had to play tonight even if some of it was a lot of one-on-one and, and, and street ball from, from southeast, you still had to defend it. I loved our activity off the basketball tonight. And when guys just bury their head into somebody's chest, um, you can come off off of a def- uh, off a guy you're guarding and go get some easy steals, and we did that. Man, we were hawking the ball like crazy, um, trying to do it without fouling. And, uh, but, but guys were just flying around. And, you know, we, we um, kind of 
lost a little bit of energy there in the second half, I felt like. But, um, you know, we're really trying to get four quality quarters like we did the first half. Well, and, I mean, it's kind of twofold. You get a lead like that, you want to protect it. You don't want to fall victim to uh, what's going on on the court there a little bit. Yep. Uh, you didn't let your ki- the kids didn't get frustrated at any time. None of the talking right. uh, seemed to affect them. And then you went down the bench, and uh, tomorrow you got to play in the afternoon or late afternoon. Yep. It's a long trip. You wanted to conserve a little energy, so you got probably about everything you wanted out of this game. Yeah, you? I mean, we, we need to work on our zone. I mean, there's going to be a time where we're going to have to sit in it, and uh, it wasn't terrible. We rebounded decently out of it. Um, they got some easy shots, but that's going to be expected a little bit. And the main thing we wanted was just long possessions, um, get them turning the clock a little bit. So um, it was, uh, you know, just a pretty decent second half there. As you get ready for uh, Millard North tomorrow, uh, give us a little scouting report. Uh, they're good. I mean, it doesn't take any genius to know that they're a pretty good team. They've got some nice-sized kids, guys that can shoot it. They run good stuff. They play hard. Um, you know, so they, uh, they're they going to be a tough matchup, especially after um, tonight playing a hard game and things like that. So uh, we've got to be ready to rock and roll. But at this point, it's just the training's got to keep moving. we just got to keep it going and keep the momentum going and, and stay after it. So. Drake, we'll finish it up with this. We talked with wrestling coach Ty Swarm about it on Thursday. We talked about it with Jason Boyd tonight. It's been a rough week for the kids here. Uh, the boys always try to put that strong front up. Uh, the girls, it's okay to show emotion, but it's been uh, maybe even everybody affected this week. How how has the week gone, and, and how have you handled things with your young men? Uh, you know, our our hearts are heavy. Um, you know, our, our guys' hearts are heavy, but you got to find an opportunity in things like this. You have to find an opportunity. What's the opportunity? Well, it's an opportunity to show some strength. And uh, all of the positive things that go on, you know, uh, strength, courage, um, uh, you know, love, all that good stuff, that's contagious. It's extremely contagious. And our, our message to our guys was, guys, a lot of people look up to you guys as, as basketball players um, in this school, in this community, young kids, everybody, they're going to see you guys. And uh, we need to make sure that we are reflecting what we want to reflect. And, and that's, that's being strong. And that's showing some courage and through some tough time. Battle with adversity a little bit. And uh, I could not be more proud of the way that our kids handled this week. It was a tough week. But, uh, you know, go to the funeral service today, and my goodness, what a great service was put on for McKenna Johnson. It was unbelievable. Um, the speakers that got up there, brother and sister, um, heavy hearts, and just laid it on the line. And, uh, you know, everybody, everybody can, can uh, improve positive words. They can. And, and I look at my own life. I mean, I, I've got to be more positive with my word choice and, uh, you know, make sure that I'm reflecting what I want to be reflected as. So, uh, you know, hopefully – you know, it, it's it's sad that it, it takes something like this for people to sit back and realize, but hopefully it's not like a one-week thing. It's a, you know, constant reminder, hey, we've got to choose better words. We've, we've, we've got to make sure that we're loving people. And right now our world's in a time where we need more love than anything. And uh, bickering and, and being divided is not the answer. I know that. All right, Coach. We will see you tomorrow in Omaha. All right. Uh, get, get a little sleep. We'll see you tomorrow. I'll try to. Thanks a lot. That's Appreciate your coverage, Doug. Thanks, buddy. Drake Bronick joins us here. Hey, what, was that, uh, what was that Ravana score? I never heard that one. <laughs> they they won tonight over Shelton. Yeah, all right, baby. <laughs> see you, bud. We're going to take a final break and wrap things up after this. 
Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Again, we want to give you a quick reminder. Storm Hockey is tonight. They're wrapping up on the breeze tomorrow. We've got basketball on the breeze. The Husker men play at 1 at Michigan. Sunday, the Husker women are at Illinois at 2 on the breeze. Storm Hockey again tomorrow night on the breeze. They're out at Bloomington. Uh, on the 12.30 KHAS Hastings College will be at Dort tomorrow at 2 and 4. And then the high school hoops. We've even got college hoops on ESPN. Duke and Louisville at 11 a.m. That will transition to the 2.30 doubleheader. Carney Catholic at Hastings St. Cecilia. And again, we're following Carney High to Miller North tomorrow afternoon here on Classic Hits. And that will get underway with the doubleheader at 3.30. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Some very poignant tributes throughout the day. The Dance Cats uh, tributed uh, their performance to uh, the Johnson family and to their fallen classmate and friend in McKenna Johnson. And as we have said on our broadcast and the Doug and Daddy show throughout the week, our uh, thoughts again with the Johnson family and all those that were a part of their support system and all those that were a part of this week, whether you're helping the kids, the adults, whatever the case may be, uh, what a great community that we have and great communities here in this part of the state of Nebraska. 47-39, Kearney High over Lincoln Southeast and the girls, 66-41, Shiloh Robinson, 22-11 and as the boys pick up their seventh one of the season. For our producer engineer, Ed Smith, Doug Duda saying good night, everyone.